Welcome to Animate the World, a show about two friends and their love letter to animation in all its wonderful forms. I'm your co-host, Kelly Smimo. Um, I'm Richard Minari. <laughs> Brick was that? I run a professional <laughs> podcaster. I'm so sorry, Just Kelly. Just because you went to Japan and think you're too cool for school anymore doesn't mean you can't take the craft seriously. Oh, uh, yeah. I sort of, you know, am an expert on anime now, and uh, I'm uh-huh. sort of better than all these American fools. <laughs> all scrubs? Yeah, you scrubs. But my body does believe that it's like five... Uh, mm, my body believes it's like three o'clock in the morning or something right now. Because mm-hmm. I'm on Tokyo time. Yeah, sure. So what happens in Tokyo time? In Tokyo time, uh, all it, it, it's half as slow, uh, which means twice as fast. Um, wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's... Um, the thing about Tokyo time is that it's not Tokyo time unless uh, anime openings are playing in the background all the time. Okay, so uh, what anime opening is currently playing in the back of your head? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, and no one else can hear it because only I'm on Tokyo Time, but no one else is. Um, <laughs> the opening to Sailor Moon, uh, but the original opening, uh, but still the English lyrics are playing because I've, I I know the tune of the original opening, but I don't know the lyrics. So it's a weird mashup of two different openings. It sounds pretty bad. Um, <laughs> but that's just constantly that's... going through my head. Okay, so that's Richard's plight, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. He's suffering mm-hmm. for us, you know? Mm-hmm. For you Just guys. like Shinji did around this time of year. Oh, yeah, Shinji suffered for your sins. Yeah, and the world is Christmas. It's canon. What? It is? What? Yeah, no, in Evangelion, the, it's like Kauri dies on Christmas or something. Holy and then, like, Basically, it's the end of the world after that. They really went hard on that uh, that Christian uh, allegory. Yeah, stuff. they yeah. thought it was funny. <laughs> God bless. That's nice. All right, we just want to first very publicly um, imagine us in that you know forgiveness pose <laughs> on the ground, head oh. to the ground, you know, kneeling mm-hmm. uh, for not posting a uh, episode last week because Richard was dead. Um, in Japan, mm-hmm. and I was dead applying to grad schools, and so we just said, you know, we don't care. Yep. <laughs> but we care a lot, so we're sorry. But we're here again, and we're going to give you a real episode. And what will the quality be? Who knows? Because uh, already, it's about the mediocre quality we've come to expect and love from this podcast. <laughs> so, Richard... What's our question of the week? Well, Kelly, I was going to go through a couple different... I had a couple questions I was juggling through this week. Um, Mm -hmm. And the first one that I was going to do was going to be like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. What animes are you most thankful for? But then I was like... It's not Thanksgiving. What was that? It's not Thanksgiving. I know, yeah, because then I realized that very quickly. I had a a Friendsgiving yesterday, but then I realized (laughs) it was two weeks ago, and I was a bit late for that. (laughs) 
So instead, I wanted to... Wait, wait, wait. Can I cut in for a second? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. My office had a Friendsgiving, and we had a Google Doc um, so that no people wouldn't just bring the same things um, food-wise mm-hmm. for the potluck. And so our names were on it, and it was, like, what we're going to bring. And some jokester was, like, putting jokes all over the Google Doc. <laughs> and on mine, they wrote Thanksgiving anime. And I was like, what does that even mean? And then I wrote back, Japan doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving. You want to culture this wine? That's all I wanted to say. Well, so here's the funny thing, Kelly. We woke up on Thanksgiving thinking, ha, look at us being... Americans abroad being expats just you know living not even celebrating our, our our traditional holiday but then we looked on the internet like where are we going to eat food and we realized that Japan celebrated something called labor thanksgiving what is labor thanksgiving so it's a funny story uh i'm probably going to explain this really badly but from what i understand Japan had a labor holiday that they wanted to integrate into their calendar, like a day to like just recognize like people were working hard and that they deserved like a day off. And Thanksgiving was just sort of there and they were like, okay, we'll do that one. And so <laughs> on Labor Thanksgiving, uh, all the restaurants are open, but none of the retail stores are. So, Oh, great. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, it was a nice surprise. Honestly, we had a reason to eat lots of food and be sick, and people didn't look at us strangely. Uh, so it was good. I think they still looked at you strangely just because of yeah. the nature that you are, mm-hmm. Richard. We, um, but that is a plight that you have to face every day. So we did still eat three times as much as any normal Japanese people ate. So because we're <laughs> American pigs. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but the question That's I actually decided to ask <laughs> um, was, Kelly, what are your least approved relationships in an anime? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I'm talking friendships. Least. I'm talking, like, romantic. I'm talking, like, stuff where characters are like, mm, probably you guys should, I don't know who decided you should be together, but I personally don't approve. Mm. Mm. Oh, so first came. Oh my God! No, wait, I can't. This was a bit of a tricky. Okay, question. no, I have something I want to talk about <laughs> in Kelly's current corner, uh... and this I can't spoil it. So I'm gonna <laughs> hold on to it. I'm just gonna hold it here in my heart, close to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh oh, I know. <laughs> But I mean, like, so in the show, it's treated like a mistake, too. So it's not a... Okay, good. I don't know if it counts. But in mm-hmm. Evangelion, because yes, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, sh- um, Ritsuko and Gendo are a thing sometimes. They are? Um, yeah, you haven't watched the show, have you? No, I haven't. Holy no. cow. Okay. So Ritsuko, so it's really messed up. So Ritsuko, this might be a little bit spoilery for you, Richard. Mm, that's fine. Uh, Ritsuko is the blonde girl in, well, woman in Evangelion who's, like, the smart one. She has a lot of mom issues, like everyone else in the show, uh, where she hates her mom, but she's also realizing she's becoming just like her mom, and it's, like, really messing her up. Mm. And her mom had a relationship with Gendo, Mm. and now she kind of has a relationship with Gendo. But it's like a really terrible... Because Gendo's just an awful human being. Mm -hmm. It's just a terrible relationship in general. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, so they, like, hate each other, but they, like, do that still. And I'm like, this is gross. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. She dies, so it's sad <laughs> because of him. Like, he just shoots her. It's fine. Um, so that's a big no-no for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, Ritsuko, you deserve better than this. <laughs> BS. That sounds crummy. That sounds just, like, frustrating to have to watch. Yeah, no. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah. But, like, that's nice that, like, the creators of the show, like, clearly try to make it, like, this. that's not no, good. No, this isn't okay. This isn't okay. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I had in mind was, uh, so I really liked, well, so I understand that Princess Jellyfish has its flaws as a show. But when I saw it in <laughs> high school, I really ah. liked it. I was super into Princess Jellyfish uh, before mm-hmm. I started to think more about it. Um, but like the point, the part of the show that like really stuck out to me, I was like, whoa, this, mm," uh, was the relationship between the brother of Mm -hmm. the, the, uh, I don't remember any of their names, but there's, there's the, the, the main character. The crossdresser. Yeah. The brother of the crossdresser. The brother of the crossdresser who, uh, ultimately ends up falling in love with the person who's blackmailing him. Um, yeah. Because he, like, originally has, like, a crush, apparently. I was, like, going over some of my notes, and apparently he actually has a crush on the main character, the brother. Yes. And, like, yeah. uh, that's interesting. And, like, oh, I don't remember that at all. But, like, apparently, like, then after, like, the, the, the person who blackmails him, like, does a bunch of terrible stuff with, like, she fakes her own death, and she um, pretends, like, she blackmails him for, like, having a bunch of, like, information about his family that he doesn't want revealed. Uh, and then, like, because of, like, just getting involved, like, I don't know, apparently the reasoning behind their relationship was, like, oh, they either spent so much time together or, like, they got to know each other really well. He just, like, started to fall yeah. for it. And, like, the math just didn't add up to me when I was younger. And it still doesn't. I still don't understand. No, also, the blackmail is really gross. Yeah, it's like, really I, bad. Princess Jellyfish, mm-hmm. I would have loved without the subplot, but the subplot mm-hmm. just... For me, it tarnishes it so much mm. that I find it not watchable. I completely understand that. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember watching it in club and being like, oh, I hate this show now. <laughs> because, I don't know, I just, it's very, that's the one thing I remember so clearly the show is that, like, the way she blackmails him is literally making it seem like he had sex with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he is like, he doesn't remember this. It didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But he had passed out and he, like, doesn't remember this and she tells him that and he, like, is really torn up about mm-hmm. it. And, like, I don't think he ever really learns the truth. Oh, my like, God. I remember. That's like, right. I just, and that's, like, really messed up and, yeah. like, not okay. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, would be, like, people would say it was worse if the genders were flipped. And it's, like, no, like, it's no. equally as bad. Yeah. Like, this mm-hmm. is, like, an awful thing that happened. And, mm-hmm. yeah, that has always really bothered me mm-hmm. about Princess Jellyfish that people kind of gloss over. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're always, like, oh, look at this cute show. And, uh, and I'm, like, yeah, there are parts of it that are cute. But that's, like, a really big, <laughs> that's a really big thing that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. And, like, they, um, they like, yeah. try to make her, simp- like, what's the word? They try to make her a good person yeah. by the end of it. They're like, oh, well, she did all these terrible things, but then, oh, she look, she can fall in love, too. I'm like, stop. But did she, like, ever apologize? Like, I you don't know? think so. Nope. I don't feel like that is ever mentioned again. Mm-mm. And it's like, you can't just drop that <laughs> <laughs> and then not resolve it. <laughs> I don't know. I have another one. Mm-mm-mm. So, Sound Euphonium. Beautiful show. Oh. 
I have a lot of issues with certain things <sighs> I've been in it. But one of the big things is that um, uh, Reina, uh, who is well, the other main girl, the trumpet girl, she throughout the show um, keeps mentioning that she has a huge crush on the te- on the male teacher, mm. and it's like stop it because <laughs> I don't I don't care about it. It's never gonna happen, and if it happened, it would be really gross. Because uh, he's a teacher and you are his student, and also there's a perfectly eligible bride right beside you <laughs> who loves you so much, and that would have been better. But like, it's awful because um, this show's kind of very much queer baity mm. with its lesbian ship of like, wow, this is a lot of fan service for this lesbian ship, but not fan su- fan service in the like, not the male gazy way, mm-hmm. but in the more female gazy way of like teasing that homoerotic relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather than like panty shots, mm-hmm. that's what I'm talking about. Uh, and then, but every time, then Raina goes like, "Oh, but I love my teacher," and I'm like, "Stop it! <laughs> no, stop it!" I also hate the boy. Yeah, the darn name, boy. I forgot his name, but he sucks. Um, <laughs> he's like always there, and he serves no purpose in the plot other than to be like, "I like Kumiko, the main girl." And she clearly has, like, I've never seen a female character deny a boy so clearly and succinctly, like, throughout the show. And I love that about it. Because she, like, Kumiko has absolutely zero interest in this man. (laughs) Other than being, like, maybe friends with him. And she's so clear about it the entire show. But this boy does not stop. And I'm just like, shh. Mm -hmm. Let her live her life. And then he breaks the heart of my other daughter. Oh my god, yeah. It hurt me. Basically, he's a bad boy. I don't mm-hmm, like him. Mm-hmm. I don't like him. I don't like any of the things with him. No. No. I need to finish season two. <laughs> Still there. Um, yeah, you had, uh, by bringing up this relationship about a student with their teacher, you sort of just opened up a floodgate in my oh. mind <laughs> about, like, all the relationships in, like, a bunch of animes that, like, I just realized I am not okay with. Yeah. What is up with that teacher-student trope, huh? I don't know. I dislike that for so many reasons. Yeah, that and brother-sister trope oh, in Japan. Oh, no. Why? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Bad, um, bad, bad, bad. Bad, bad, bad. Like, I was rereading Cardcaptor Sakura when I was in high school, and I was apparently too young to realize that there was a whole character who, like, her whole thing, like, her whole purpose was to be like, hey, let's have an adventure where, like, I'm your friend. And, like, she's, like, a perfectly, like, normal, like, elementary school girl. And she's like, hey, we're going to go on an adventure. And then, like, at the end of it, it's like, hey, I got back this, like, this, like, this piece of jewelry that you got. Where'd you get that from? And she'll blush and look away and say, oh, I can't say. And then it shoots over to their teacher, who's this, like, (laughs) 30-year-old man who's just, like, blushing as he looks at this five-year-old girl. And is just like... What the? That's so looking at? And like, it's this like, is a show targeted to children too. It's a show targeted to children. And like, granted, there are some buck wild things that happen in this show. Like, perfectly honest, like everyone is had fallen in love with everyone else. And like, so, but like, they're apparently like, like you, it's just something that you can forget about for most of the show until like sudden or like most of the manga. I don't remember if it's in the show, but like. You, you keep coming back to, like, the fact that, like, 
he's I think he's proposed to her at some point. Like either he's proposed to her or they've promised to marry each other. And she's like, I'm oh my saving God. myself for you, Sensei. And he just blushes and looks away. And like it's I I mean, I guess he's portrayed as kind of like this blushing, like very I don't um, care. I, yeah, I still don't give a crap. It's still very weird and very upsetting. And it should not be done and it's never okay. I don't know why it was included in a manga that I liked so much. <laughs> oh my god. No, that reminds me, speaking of childhood stuff, um, I, my, like, one of my first big animes that I watched was Hare no Chigu, which I think I've mentioned mm-hmm. before, yeah, yeah. briefly. And, like, in it, one of the big things is that the new school doctor who moves into this jungle school um, <laughs> apparently was, like, in love with the main guy's the main boy who's, like, Ten's mom, who is now, like, a single mom, da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was in love with her, and, uh, like, but she was, like, 16, and he was, like, like, older, like, probably, like, 20-something, Ooh. and, like, got her pregnant, and, like, Ooh. just, like, peace. And now he's back. <laughs> and then, like, you find out he's, like, Hare's dad, maybe? I forget. I think so. And it's, like... <laughs> really messed up but like and then he has this weird redemption arc and i remember as a like a kid like i loved it because i was like oh they're so in love but like looking back i'm like wow he was a piece of shit for 10 years wasn't he kelly what and he's like such an asshole to Hare too and like just a bat like a very mean person but like they do get married like in season three and, like, have another kid and everything. Harry gets a sibling. It's, like, a weird show. But, like, what? <laughs> and, like, the he's kind of a pervert to, like, all the, like, girls. Like, he only treats girls. Oh, God. And, yeah. like, you know that doctor trope? Mm-hmm. It's terrible. 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 I loved it when I was a child because I didn't understand what was happening. I just thought it was funny. And I was like, no, Kelly, it's not funny. It's gross. <laughs> gross isn't it weird how like these examples of couples are just sort of snuck into some things yeah and you don't think about it don't think about it especially when you're especially if it's like a yeah because it's like supposed to be for children Mm -hmm. what you know what one relationship that made me upset Mm. you mistreated like the right one in the show (laughs) yes orange oh yeah So in Orange, which is about suicide, the main girl, there's, it's, Orange is interesting because you see a future, the future that where the kid does die, um, those people, the friend group send letters to the, to the, to the past, can't talk, um, (laughs) trying to fix it, right? Mm -hmm. But that future still exists. And in it, the main girl falls in love with, um, I think her name is Naho, right? And she falls Mm -hmm. in love with, um. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Sua. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they get married, and they have a kid, and they love each other, and, like, they're really good friends in the old days, and, like, Sua clearly likes her in the present time as well, but it's almost like because they saved the life of this, um, transfer student of, of Kakeru or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. um, she falls in love with him, and she's supposed to be with him, and Sua's supposed to let that happen, mm-hmm. even though he knows in the future that in the other future that he, like, marries her and they have a kid. And it's, like, really messed up to me. Because it's, like... Ugh! Yeah, definitely. I was, like, ugh! And, like, Sue is just, like, super nice and, like, 
doesn't want to pursue it, and the entire friend group is really mad he's not trying to, because he's like, yo, you're, like, married with a kid, and you, like, love her. You should at least tell her. And also, I'm mad at, like, future Naho for not telling her, you know, because she doesn't mm-hmm. mention the fact that she has a kid with Sue. It's like, this mm-hmm. is messed up. Mm-hmm. It's messed up. It's messed up. I don't I like it. That. Yeah. Why couldn't she, like, why, why? Mm-hmm. Why can't she just be friends with Kakeru and love Sua, the good boy? <laughs> The best boy. I love all the kids in this show. But that always made me upset. Sure, definitely. If the ending felt like kinda like, are you sure this is how it was supposed to be? Did you mix up the names yeah. or something? Like <laughs> Please. <laughs> Surely oh, you meant Sue something. Was such else. a catch. So hurtful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So hurtful. Because like Sua always makes it think like, oh my god, if he doesn't have Naho, he might die. And I'm like, no! And like, and he's like, I value his life more than my happiness. Uh, and I'm like, but that shouldn't be the frame of yeah, it. Yeah, that shouldn't be it. Ugh, it kills me. Mm-hmm. I love it. Good show, though. Good, Good show, show, though. I've almost started be watching with a friend. We might do that soon. Do it. Yeah. Oh my god, get ready to cry. <laughs> They're like, I've read the manga, but I really want to see anime. I'm like, I'll be right there with you. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Here I am. Yeah, let's do it. Yep. <sighs> Some good friends. Good friends. Mm-hmm. Good friends. <gasps> What's that off in the distance? I hear music coming. Do you hear the beautiful music, Kelly? I heard something. It's beautiful. Like a whale farting. <laughs> I do believe it's a song heralding the beginning of Kelly's Current Corner. Kelly's Current Corner is here and alive. Yay! Um, I'm not, I haven't watched anything I'm supposed to be watching. <laughs> but I did, alright, this is, this is gonna be a story, boy. Because <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts right now. And I don't know if I've shared any of them with you yet. Mm-hmm. Give me. But, ha- have you heard of Scum's Wish? Never heard of it. Okay, so, um, I was, I don't know, perusing through YouTube, and I found this person who, like, reviews queer anime or anime with queer characters, Mm -hmm. like, actual canonical queer characters, and, like, rates them. And, like, I just, like, stumbled upon this person, and they, like, seem like to be, like, a very, fairly new channel or not very popular channel. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're, like, the video is interesting, and it, like, said a lot, it mentioned shows I had never heard of. Um, and then it mentioned, like, the faults in these shows, because they were all crapola. Um, but then, uh, he said, or they said, I'm not sure. And I'll just say they. And then they said that, um, if you want an actual good show, then pick this. And it was Scum's Wish. And it kept showing up, like, throughout the video, where they were like, but if you want it to actually work, watch this. And I was like, what is, what is this show I've never heard of? (laughs) So, I just, you know, without looking anything else up. Just started watching it. Because, you know, this rando YouTube person. <laughs> and I trust them implicitly. Uh-huh. So I started watching Scum's Wish. And now Scum's Wish is fascinating. Okay, I'm going to start off with the fact that I freaking love it. Okay. And just bear with me okay. as I explain what it's about. Okay? And don't freaking j- sit down. <laughs> Stop judging me. Get Put your notebooks down. And let me speak my mind. <laughs> Scum's Wish is about human scum people. What? But not. 
It's more aligned, I feel, to like a Spanish soap opera oh than God. an anime. Because I have never watched an anime like this, and it is fascinating. And it is one of the most well-written shows I've ever seen to make all of the stuff that happens in this not only watchable, but like enjoyable. And like, just bear with me. Okay, so Scum's Wish. What is Scum's Wish about? It is about unrequited love basically, and Mm -hmm. the pain of unrequited love and how people deal with unrequited love and, like, kind of how they damage each other and help each other throughout that process. So it is this whole cast of characters that are interwoven um, with all these crazy-ass relationships. But at its heart, it's about this boy and this girl, okay, Mm -hmm. Um, who are dating, and everyone thinks they're a really cute couple, but really they don't love each other, and they're only using... And they both know this, And they are both using each other as replacements because the girl is in love with this older brother figure who she's not actually related to, but calls Onisan, who is now her teacher. And the boy is in love with the new school music teacher who used to be his tutor. Um, So they're both in love with these adults that they can never be with, but have like are in love with them. And they both know this about each other and kind of sympathize with each other and are now using each other as replacements. Mm. In addition, uh, main boy has a childhood friend girl who's in love with him and hates this new girl for taking him away from her and is, like, trying to get in on that. And then and be like, why can't you use me as your replacement? Why does it have to be her? And he's like, ugh. And then main girl has a girl best friend who's in love with her. Um, and is a lesbian, and who actually, like, confesses very early on to this, and, like, is treated seriously. Like, it is a serious subplot that is, like, she's having a character arc, Mm -hmm. and that's why this keeps getting recommended to me by that person. Mm -hmm. And, like, I love this character. Mm -hmm. She's just, like, knows what she wants, and she's just, like, listen. And, like, the girl, like, hears her out, and is, like, like, I don't want to hurt, like, it's, like, a mess. Like, everyone is miserable. And everyone is having these complicated conversations about how miserable they are. And, like, using each other, and then feeling bad for using each other, but then continuing to make terrible choices, and, like, doing awful things. And there is so much sex in this anime, (laughs) and weird making out, like, just a lot of tongue. That's the worst part, but, like, the conversations are what make it. Mm. It is a fascinating show. And, like, I won't get into, like, main boy character has this whole thing where he, when we find out that he um, dated this older girl when he was, when he was in sixth grade, this eighth grader started dating him um, and basically introduced him to a lot of mature things that, in hindsight, now he realizes he was way too young for and he's, like, struggling with all that and also making sure, like, he's not doing this to his girlfriend now. Mm. And it's, like it's so interesting huh, that does sound very interesting it's like every character has so many layers of like messed upness mm. like i haven't even gotten to the music teacher and her <laughs> craziness of like oh my god girl you are awful uh and like but everyone is still human like they're not just evil you know mm. they're just people who are hurt mm. and they don't know how to fill that hurt and it's, oh my god, I really like it. I'm only six episodes in and all this has happened. Wow, okay. No, this, I'm, I'm, I'm So hyped. I still have, 
I still have six more episodes to go, but I highly recommend it. I don't know how it ends, but I have hopes that it'll end at least, maybe not, like, happy, but, like, well. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I've never seen an anime like it before. Mm. And it's just, I don't know. But it's weird to see high schoolers doing so many things <laughs> they shouldn't be doing. So. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm ready for this. This sounds intriguing. It's really good. It's, like, really good. <laughs> I don't know how, like, I start saying the, like, summary to people and they're like, Because it has everything you hate, which is what we were just talking about before. Girl loves her brother. Boy loves his teacher. Girl loves his teacher. Or her teacher. Like, it's, like, awful. Awful stuff. Don't want anything to do with it. And yet. And yet? And yet. It's really good. And I really hope that the main girl and main boy actually do fall in love with each other. Because it's, like, slowly happening. Oh. And I want it to happen because they're actually really good to each other. Oh, they have good. really nice conversations and, like, a really good friendship. And they're really honest with each other. And they make, like, the weirdest scenes kind of sweet. <laughs> scenes I can't talk about here because they're very explicit. Oh, is it the tongues again? But it, no. But, like, when they're in bed, sometimes they do things they shouldn't be doing. But they, like, have these conversations while it's happening. And it's, like, kind of adorable. And oh, I'm like, why is nice. this scene adorable? When it's like, ah! <laughs> Whatever. That's all in Kelly's current corner. I'm hoping to finish it next week so I can give you everything. Yeah, we need a rating. I I recommend it. I really, really recommend it. All right, okay. Uh, It's great. Though I don't recommend watching with another person. (laughs) There's a lot of sex on screen. Unless you're like, it's like everyone's chill with that. I'm just saying. (laughs) Like, don't show this in anime club. Oh, I've seen too many sex scenes with the wrong people by accident. I watched an episode at work without realizing what was going to happen. And I remember just lifting my phone and having it like five centimeters from my face (laughs) for fear that someone would look at my screen because it just included just this extended, extended time. And I was like, I I can't do this. (laughs) This is bad, Kelly. No one can see. No one can know. Sorry, that was a really long rant for Kelly's character. No, I feel so updated. I feel so learned. Um, yeah. for Richard's Van Bunk- Oh, oh, yeah. Wait! Richard's Van Bunk's Yeah, Jazzy, you know how I like it, Kelly. <laughs> I just got very excited, because I finally watched anime for the first time in a while, <gasps> and so that's exciting. Um, so I finished the latest season of Boku no Hero, because I had, like, Oh my god, I still haven't done that. Yeah. Okay, so Kelly, let me tell you right now. The ending for the season of Boku no Hero is a fun time, and it makes me like Deku more. I'm constantly liking the main character more and more with the more I watch the show. Um, and <laughs> I love all the supporting cast, and I love we learn we meet more super hot heroes with more cool superpowers and we learn about how society isn't perfect even though we think it was but there are lots of holes that need to be patched up but anyway that was fun uh i had long flights to watch a bunch of anime on and i didn't watch as much as i should have but uh i got up to like season or like episode like 22 of little witch academia so like i'm <gasps> almost done with that 
Um, oh my god, you got to the Diana Aqua stuff? Yeah, oh my god. <sighs> Diana's a great rival, okay? Like, I she's love not even a rival Diana. anymore. I've gotten to she's, the point of the show where she's just friend. She's like, they do her character trope better than anyone else. Better than any other instance I've ever seen it. She's yeah, enjoyable like, to have. I love her to death. Mm-hmm. She's so responsible. And she cares <laughs> so much. <laughs> She does. She's a good girl. She and Aqua are so good to each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love Diana. Sorry, keep going. Oh, yeah. No, and I, I, I was watching with a friend. I was like, hey, you should watch this show with me. He's like, okay, fine. I guess I have nothing else to do. And it was the show with the, the episode with the mech, with the giant mech. Oh, my God. And he loves Gurren Lagann. So, like, it was <laughs> it was like, it was like, okay, so we're going to watch more of this later. And I was like, you bet your sweet butt we're going to watch more of this later. The perfect episode. Yeah, perfect episode. But, yeah. So, that's where I'm at. I also... Uh, nope, I didn't watch anything else. Never mind. Well, that was short, but I did watch a lot of things. <laughs> wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. You didn't watch Akka. Nope, didn't watch Akka. Didn't, uh, it took me an hour to download each episode, and that made me very salty. What? Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's my computer or my internet connection, but, like, I would have downloaded three times as much anime would I would that I could. All right. Mm-hmm. Poopy face. I am a poopy face. <laughs> All right, well, let's get out of these rooms. Let's get out of these rooms. Let's get okay, outside. so since we're not currently watching an anime, even though it feels like we finished Dictionary Anime a month ago, yeah. technically we did. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> uh, I have an old quick topic that I feel like I need to share with the world. I need to warn people. <laughs> I need to warn people because if you live on the internet, if you're a new denizen of the internet, probably like in the last year or two or so, you probably have not maybe heard of or seen the behemoth that is Homestuck. <laughs> so let me tell you about Homestuck. <laughs> Homestuck was a webcomic um, that started in like 2012 or probably earlier than that. I don't even remember anymore. Mm-hmm. Or way earlier than that. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it. Like 2009. Uh, and it is a webcomic about these online friends who end up ending the world and then they have to, like, play this video game to create a new world. And they meet this whole cast of characters who also did it in their different universe. Um, who are, like, alien trolls. And it's, like, a mess. And it is a very creative piece. And what you're thinking is, like, Kelly, what the hell are you talking about Homestuck mm. in this year of 2017? Well, it's because the creator of Homestuck, uh, Zodiacs, the Zodiac signs are very important in Homestuck. And the creator of Homestuck, Andrew Hussey, has decided to create an extended zodiac of 288 zodiac signs, Mm. um, along with an in-depth personality quiz to figure out what sign you are. Um, And that has taken the internet by storm. Mm. And it's everywhere again. And I just want to warn you guys that that is because it's about a sinful Homestuck (laughs) webcomic that you should stay clear of, because it will ruin your life, like it did me in 2013. (laughs) Um, And still does to this day. Uh, it was surreal, honestly, to go to work this week and mention this webcomic, uh, quiz to my one coworker who likes anime and have her take it, have everyone in my office overhear the word quiz. This is an office that spends a lot of its time on BuzzFeed (laughs) and then demand me to send them to them and then demand me to explain what the hell any of these things mean. And me having to just keep repeating the phrase, it's a webcomic I used to like. 
It's for the web comic I used to like. And then after like about half an hour after everyone completed this quiz, hearing everyone be like, "Oh yeah, you're definitely prospect dreamer." Oh, oh, are you a durst? Oh, so you're a time aspect. I would have put you as a life aspect. And me sitting there in 2017, just marveling at all these like normal, normal, good, God fearing people <laughs> saying these words out loud with complete sincerity was just honestly an existential life crisis of what am I doing here? Who are we? Is this 2013? Have I gone back? What year is it? What's happened? What What's year going is this? It's, it was so scary. And so I just want to warn people. And then you're, now you're probably like, Kelly, okay, thank you for the warning. I will take oh. it to heart. But okay. also, this is an animation podcast. And last I checked, webcomics don't do the movie bits. <laughs> and I'm like, well, here's where you have it wrong. And why Homestuck is actually kind of a magnum opus of the digital age. And like a very, very cool webcomic, despite its horrendously long length, terrible chat logs you have to read and consume and that they take years to do is because the creator did a lot of creative things um with the medium of an online you know uh canvas where there are some pages of homesteads that are just gifs so they just move around there are some pages that are just literally animated videos or like music videos um, that tell a part of the story. There are some where it's the entire web browser is the GIF, and it beca- it looks like almost um, someone has taken control of your computer and is moving stuff around on the screen of the website. Mm-hmm. There's just, like, sometimes there are interactive little games that's the panel, where you have to click a button to make a character move around. Um, and you have to, like, little mini RPGs embedded in the page where you're, like, searching for an item and talking to people, and that's how you get part of the story. Mm-hmm. It is a masterpiece Mm -hmm. in that sense of like using everything that the online medium can give it and taking advantage of it Mm -hmm. and makes it very hard to translate it to anything else. Like, like Homestuck cannot exist anywhere, but on the internet, it is so, uh, tangled up in the, in the web Mm -hmm. that is the internet. Mm -hmm. Uh, because its whole story is about online friends finally meeting. It's about RPGs. It's about coding. There's a lot of coding jokes <laughs> that I didn't even realize until I went to college and took CompSci 101 and was like, oh my god, everything <laughs> in Homestuck is just a computer coding joke. <laughs> All the capture logs are just coding jokes. It's like, wow, this is stupid. <laughs> I hate myself. But it it, it really is just this fantastic piece Mm -hmm. and should be seen as that uh is this me recommending people read it i don't know because it's a huge time sink and Mm -hmm. i thought the ending was kind of mediocre so i don't know if it's actually worth it but it did consume most of my life from 2013 to 2014 Mm -hmm. 2015 Richard, you've never experienced Homestuck, right? I read the first, I think it was the first act, and I think I started getting into the second act. Um, mm. And, like, those are what? Those are, like, a, a, sure. a, like a, a 50th of what, like, later acts look like. Is that correct? Like, mm-hmm. So, act really short. one to four combined is maybe half of what act five is. Oh, man. And then act six is bigger than act five. <sighs> And then Act 7's fairly short. I think Act 7 is just one page. Mm. 
but it's like a 13-minute animation. Again, I haven't looked at this in years, so I might be wrong. But that's what if I remember right. Um, I will say that reading the first act alone, I found to be a really cool experience. I mean, like, it was I wasn't expecting the GIFs, the animations, like, mm-hmm. everything to be happening. And so, like, when it did happen, I was really pleasantly surprised, and I found it really immersive. Like, the first, like, full-blown, like, animation with, like, sound effects... Um, mm-hmm. And, like, this, like, uh, it, from, like, different perspectives and, like, there was a camera angle. Um, it was, like, when the main character, like, steps outside for the first time. And I was, like, whoa, I'm into this. Like, I'm really into yeah. this right now. And so, like, I never finished it, but, like, I I, I, I liked what I saw. Mm. It, it pushes the boundaries constantly yeah. of what it means to be a webcomic, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say personally that I think Acts 1 through 4 are the best parts of Homestuck, and that is an unpopular opinion because everyone <laughs> likes the trolls, and the trolls don't appear to like Act 5, Part 2. Mm. But I love Acts 1 through 4 because it's just shenanigans and, like, fighting yeah. things and, like, cool animations, and you get to meet the care patients, which are the best part mm. of the whole thing. Everyone's You never trolls, met the mayor? Right? No, never met the mayor. Oh my god, the mayor is the best character. <laughs> He's in Act 2. Act 2 is, like, a lot of the mayor. Mm. Is, uh, what are you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, like, doesn't, don't most people who cosplay cosplay as trolls? Those are, like, the most... I usually see trolls when I see cosplays. Yeah, like, trolls are yeah. really popular. They're the ones that have the zodiac sign, so already you have an in where you're like, I like the troll that's my zodiac sign, mm. you know? Um, and they have this whole... It's a very interesting world building where, like, basically how trolls work is they, they're in their own universe and the way their society is ranked is through the hemo spectrum, which means by blood color. So um, your rank in society is based off of your blood color, um, which is also what your zodiac sign is referred to. So, like, red, orange, yellow, those are, like, the bottom tier of society, while, like, blue, purple, fuchsia are the highest ranked in society. Mm. Um, and, like, red blood is not a thing. So when I say red, I meant, like, rust color. Like, actual human red blood isn't Mm. supposed to be a thing in it, and that's a plot point, because one of the troll characters does have red blood, and it's, like, weird. Um, and he's, like, whatever. It's, like, it's cool. And they have, like, this whole weird-ass society, and, like, a weird... I think it's cool because, you know, people in Hollywood are afraid to make aliens, like different mm-hmm, yeah <laughs> they're very much they follow kind of usually the same gendered things that we do mm-hmm. and in homestuck they have like this complex relationship system where there's like four types of relationships and you should have a different person for each of those to fill those spots mm-hmm. and like one is romantic love and one is like best friend love and one is hate love <laughs> um and like you should have like a person or a troll that fills, like, each of those obligations, and it's, like, a very important thing. And it's, like, I don't know. It's cool to think about, like, having a, you know, those are things that are interesting and should be thought about when you think of, like, a completely alien kind of people. Mm -hmm. And Homestuck does it. And it it makes the trolls really interesting, because you're, like, learning all about these things. Mm. And, like, they have a whole history of, like, revolution and stuff that everyone's into. And there's, like, more trolls than there are kids, right? Because there's four kids and then four more kids, which means eight kids. And then, but there's 12 trolls to begin with and then 12 more trolls and then 12 wow. other trolls. So oh, there's, wow. like, 36 of them. So, <laughs> so the fact that you see mostly trolls isn't that surprising because they are mm, a lot of there them. There are many. <laughs> there are many of them. 
Um, but yeah, so if you're interested in that kind of thing and seeing in like ways you can kind of push the medium, I really want more web comics to kind of take this turn of like really using the online space, mm-hmm. um, more creatively instead of just posting like an image or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know that, uh, there's another web comic that I used to read that I really should catch up on called Ava's Demon that does a similar thing where they have like music videos, um, in it, like animations with music as part of it Mm. um usually for like chapter finales and things like that Mm. which i think is awesome so things like that i want to see more of and i know homestuck was kind of like the pioneer of it Mm -hmm. and i just want more more bring animation into things that didn't necessarily always have animation yeah because animation is cool (laughs) and shouldn't just be replaced with live action yeah Mm. mm-hmm Mm. Scream into the heavens. Scream into the friggin' heavens. Good lord. Alright, that's my obligated rant on Homestuck. Mm. I'll never speak of it again. I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, go back to your God-fearing ways. I'll never bring this demon back. <laughs> Should we talk about Rex? Yeah, let's talk about yeah, Rex. What? Oh, sorry, no, no. Sorry, I, was what? Gonna, I was actually going to say let's go to the Rex, Yeah. Yes, yes. All right, to the Rec Room. To the Rec Room. I am very excited about my Rec this week. Um, so it's actually a whole like corpus of things. Oh, look at me using the word corpus. Um, it's a bunch, it's a bunch of videos in this, in like a little, little, little genre of YouTube. Um, so I think I talked about this a while back when we were talking about like, um, anime openings and anime endings. There was this one anime ending that I really liked, uh, for the anime Kekai Sensen. Um, Mm, yeah. A blood battle blockade or... Yeah. Lord. With the dancing? Yeah, with the dancing. Um, so I was scrolling through my YouTube feed the other day, and I randomly came across a Pokemon Kekai Sensen, uh, like, <laughs> not parody, but like, it was some, it was a fanimation where they were like, hey, what if Pokemon people did this, the, the dancing <laughs> and having a good time? Which, like, I remember, I think I remember saying like, oh man, I just love it when like, characters like go outside of their normal complex and have a good time and it's nice and you could do that in an ending um they do this with like a bunch of pokemon characters from like across like all six and seven generations and i thought it was really cute and really fun and uh it was it was nice it was like fan made and like it was really well done given like the fact that they like imitated the the original animation really well and the art was really nice and they took their own artistic licenses where they could um but then what i what was really nice was i stumbled across a bunch of people have been doing this. It became its own little thing where like a bunch of people really like this ending and they started to like do their own renditions of it. And I loved it. I got to see some Naruto ones. I got to see a Haikyuu <laughs> one. There were like two to three Pokemon ones and they were all really good. And I highly recommend this this genre to anyone who likes those shows. And I'll, I'll put a link up to a couple good like compilations of them, but they're really good. Yeah. So check those oh out. God. I love them. Okay. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love those kinds of memes. Mm-hmm. Good memes. Um, my wreck of the week is, um, have you heard of Simon's Cat? Yeah, yeah. So Simon's Cat is like this animator who does cute little animations about his cat named Simon. And they're really cute and simplistic and usually like about a minute. But back at the end of October, Simon's Cat did a special 12 minute episode that's fully covered colored 
and it's called Off to the Vet, and it's really cute. Really? And really sweet. Yeah. And so if you love cats and you want to watch a cat go off to the vet and try their best not to do that, <laughs> um, and the shenanigans that ensue, I highly recommend it. Um, I love how they animate this cat and his mannerisms. It's just really funny. So I highly recommend. I'll put, we'll put the link at the below. It's really good. It's 12 minutes, and it's colored, and it's beautiful. Wait, is the cat's name Simon? No. Simon's cat. Okay, okay, so okay. It's the cat. Did okay. I say the cat, Simon? No, no, no. I was just, I was just wondering myself, because, like, I always thought of the cat as named Simon, but then I thought about it, I was like, huh. That wouldn't make sense, would it? Yeah, I think it's just a cat. It's just cat. But fat Simon cat. Simon is the yeah. person. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cute. It looks really cute. And it's fully colored, and it looks really good. That's really impressive. They did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So, I think we need a... Oh, and my other recommendation is just to watch Scum's Wish. Yeah, no, Join I definitely want to check hell. that out. That sounds Join really scary. Hell. All right, Richard, who should we thank? We should thank the Fat Rat for letting us use their song Prelude as our theme song. Check out their YouTube page at the link in our description. You can also find us at our website, animatetheworldcast.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music. Also, if you ever want to send anything our way, you can email us at animatetheworldcast at gmail.com. Boobity boobity bop. Boobity boobity bop. Mm-hmm. All right, and how should we leave them this week? Um, go take the Homestuck quiz if you haven't taken it yet. Yeah, do take the extended Zodiac quiz. It really kills you. Yeah. Uh, mine was scary accurate, and they told me that I'm sign of the unsatisfied, and I've never been more burned in my life. <laughs> so, f you, Andrew Hussey, calling me out like that. I can't. Why you do me dirty? Why you do me dirty, Hussey? <laughs> I hated that. Yeah, okay, sorry. we're leaving. Yeah, we're leaving. Bye-bye. Bye.